Hi, my name is Victoria, founder of Essentially an Empath, and these are my ramblings. I'm welcoming you into my life where we talk about motherhood, self-care, mental health, empath intuitive psychic abilities, and natural solutions. These are just some of the things that I thoroughly enjoy and love to talk about. So I hope you enjoy these as well. I use a lot of the information that comes through spirit and it's very off the cuff and more than likely will not be edited. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy this from one mom to another. I cannot wait to get on this journey with you. All right. Hey guys, it's Victoria. I'm back. It's been a hot minute. I am starting to get back into the groove of things. My husband, myself, my kids, and my mother-in-law went to my husband's home country in Estonia for a month and a half. It was a fantastic vacation, but I wanted to dive into some topics that I recently have been working through while I was abroad. Um, And I posed this question to my Um, community on Instagram about shadow work and like if there were any questions about shadow work and some of the questions that I got were how to begin and how do you know where to start so I created a journal entry and I've posted that it's a highlight reel also there so I'll link it up for you but first thing I want to say if you are beginning or wanting to start your journey with (laughs) shadow work is that I want to acknowledge your curiosity because that means you are on some level ready to start. Um, and I want to define shadow work, of what I understand it to be, and it's confronting or facing your inner demons, you know the ones, and acknowledging them, their impact on your life, past and present, and where they stemmed from. So... <clears throat> Where or how would you even know where to start understanding what a shadow or inner demon is? And usually this is a trigger or a landmine as I call them. Something that makes you super emotional. And these emotions are very unsettling where you can be pissed off, anxious. You want to put yourself into isolation. You're easy to irritate. You are nervous, stressed out overwhelmed, less patient, embarrassed, and so many more. And when you start to recognize any or all of these emotions, this is when it's time to reflect. So this can be the same day or it can be later on the day. It can be the next day because some of these emotions are pretty big emotions to sit with and face. Um, and something that I do want to say is that... <laughs> When you have that trigger or that landmine that you step on, they will have you running for your coping mechanisms, whether they're healthy or unhealthy, because that's what's familiar and safe and comforting. And this is when you want to kind of step out of the comfort, Um, because when you've chosen to fall into a coping mechanism that you don't necessarily like, for example, if an unhealthy coping mechanism is overeating or grabbing a cigarette or a beer or overworking out. I mean, it can be anything or scrolling social media, numbing yourself out. And it's something that you regret later. 
you are giving power to that inner demon or the shadow or the trigger that you are not facing. And I don't say this so that you can hyper-focus on what has control of you. Uh, I say this so that there's an awareness. Um, Because once there's an awareness of the, like, trigger and who's like facing it or not facing it, this gives you room to start your journey in shadow work. Um, And without the awareness, shadow work can be very triggering and can feel frustrating and you'll see little to no progress because you're focusing on like the frustration of reacting to an event that triggered something within yourself. Okay? Because shadows... Like shadow work and inner demons and landmines can stem from trauma, negative self-thoughts, abuse, whether it's physical, emotional, sexual, etc., societal or familial or family conditioning. And there's other things as well, too. So this can be outside influences. This can be inside influences within your own self. So this work is not to be taken lightly, but... Truthfully, when it's done, can lead to a lot less of all of those unsettling feelings that I mentioned earlier. So I'm going to go through and name out um, a couple steps that I've taken as well as an experience that maybe a majority of women can relate to whether you're my size or not. So first step is to Name your emotion when you feel the trigger or the landmine set off or the frustration. So this may not be an instant. You may not be able to instantly recognize like, oh, I'm frustrated because of this, etc. It may happen shortly after. And here's an example. I recently, while I was abroad, went clothes shopping with my husband and my mother-in-law and my kids. And I was trying on this shirt that I loved the pattern of. And when I went to try it on, so European sizes are different than American sizes. So it's not like small, medium, large on all the shirts. It's a number. So I picked the number 50 because I was like, okay, my, um, my waist is like about a 48. So I'll go with the 50, a little bit bigger. No big deal. So I was like, okay, it's super large, overly baggy, but whatever. I'm going to get it. I like the shirt. I don't care that it's too big. I don't want to go back and find a smaller size because I don't want it to be too tight fitting. Um, so my husband said it was too large and he volunteered to go get me a smaller size so that I could get one that fit properly. And I had all of these feelings around that. So I was embarrassed, I was uncomfortable, I was sad, I was easy, easy to irritate, like I was just not, I was so frustrated and flustered and uh, it was so embarrassing, truthfully. So this is the first step, like your emotions are telling you there is a story that you are holding on to. So the next step, after you've named the emotion or emotions, you feel during that event, even as small as clothes shopping, this is when you reflect. And here are some of the questions that you should reflect on. What is stirring up these emotions? Why do I believe I should feel these emotions? When do I remember feeling these emotions? And who gave me the idea I should believe this story or feeling? And by the way, those feelings could have stemmed from yourself as well. 
By reflecting on the emotions you feel, this allows you the opportunity to rewrite your experience. So we're going to dive back into the example of shopping. So during shopping, after we got the correct shirt size, I realized I have, since a teenager, always felt awkward, ashamed, not comfortable with clothes shopping because the items never fit me the way that I had imagined. Thank you, 2000s Clothing Marketing. I'm not going to name any stores. <laughs> and I had never seen someone like me modeling clothes. To give you a little bit of insight of what I look like, I'm a five foot tall Hispanic <laughs> lady and I'm a little bit bigger. So a lot of the clothes are made for women who are not five foot tall, regardless of whether you're a plus size or not. So that's always been super frustrating, not being able to find anything in a size that fits me. Um, so the third step is to talk or write down what you felt during the experience, the experience you remember having when you felt those emotions, how it's impacting you today, and this is key, what you would have wanted someone to say to you when you had your first or your last remembered experience when it had happened. So if you happen to carry a journal around with you, perfect, grab it, write down a few like keywords, and then set aside time later if you're out and about to reflect on it. If you're out and you don't have a journal with you, grab your phone, grab out voice memos, or even create an email to yourself and email yourself the keywords that you want to reflect on. <clears throat> so going back to the example, so once I had acknowledged that I was feeling flustered and not flattering and I was so frustrated um, so once it was acknowledged and why I felt that way, I talked to myself within my mind because I didn't have my journal or my phone. My kids had them. Um, it went something like this. Victoria baby, you are allowed to try and close until you feel happy. No one else sees you in the fitting room and the fitting room is not a one-time entry place like an amusement park. How you feel in the clothes, good or bad, matters. Do not settle out of embarrassment to quote-unquote, fit in, what you like may be completely different than someone else. Their opinions have no hold over how you take pride in yourself. I love you, baby girl. And so I just kind of think to myself and speak to myself as if I'm talking to the teenage version of myself or the like the past version of myself that went through that experience that felt these really unsettling emotions. And... Fourth, lastly, and most importantly, in my opinion, is to sit with your letter and new emotions revolving that situation for a while. Why is this? This allows your brain and your heart time to live this new feeling through the past, present, and into your future self. As you practice facing your inner demons, the process becomes second nature and easier to get through. And I will throw a caution in here because there will be scenarios or events that had happened in the past that may be too much to rewrite alone. And I highly advise walking through it with a trusted professional, such as a therapist. 
I personally frequently email or send a text message to my therapist topics that I want to face but struggle to do it alone because of fear of spiraling. There are some topics that are it helps to have someone hold your hand through. So by sitting with your new rewritten experience, you get to be in control, not that shadow person or the inner demon. And truthfully, this is a never ending process. Shadow work and inner demons want to have a vice grip on you. And we live our life every day. Things happen every day. So your triggers or your landmines could have happened in early childhood, young childhood, adolescence, young adulthood, anytime. Because as we get older, we still experience different things and new traumas. And there's always someone saying something. So I just want to commend you for wanting to learn about shadow work and hopefully starting your journey to radically res- to your own radical responsibility and ownership of your life. So I hope you found this episode helpful. I it's been really heavy on my heart doing shadow work and just rewriting stories and lies that I used to tell myself and have told myself for so many years that I believed and that were literally stopping me from enjoying my life and living it to the fullest. And I want nothing but for everyone to be able to live their life to the fullest. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I will be asking y'all questions, um, especially on IG and stories and Instagram, um, on topics that you guys have questions on. So I can share my wisdom and my downloads and my spirit downloads on topics that I think are very valuable to have in life. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Ramblings with Essentially an Empath. I hope you enjoyed today's content. If you happen to really, really love it, I would really appreciate if you took a moment to share with your friends and leave a comment or shoot me a DM at my Instagram, essentially an empath, and give me some feedback. I would love to hear from you. Until next time, love from Victoria.